This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Some areas of our country are doing very well. Others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin color. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone and welcome back to the new series of Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. And uh, just some breaking news, Uh, the UK government is now joining the American government in advising against all uh, travel to Ukraine. Uh, Also UK nationals in Ukraine are being told to leave uh, while commercial means are still available and uh, they are also withdrawing more embassy staff. Uh, Further embassy staff are being withdrawn from the uh, embassy in Kiev. A host of countries have urged their nationals to leave Ukraine amid growing warnings of a Russian invasion. The British Foreign Office said all UK nationals should, quote, leave now while commercial means are still available. NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg said the bloc was, quote, united and prepared for any scenario, while the US warned Russia could attack at any time. Russia has repeatedly denied any plans to invade Ukraine despite massing more than 100,000 troops near the border. I made the point that we were in the window, that Russian military action could begin any day now, and that remains true. It could begin any day now, and it could occur before the Olympics have ended. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken said new Russian forces had arrived at the border in what he described as, quote, very troubling signs of Russian escalation. Moscow has just begun massive military drills with neighboring Belarus and Ukraine has accused Russia of blocking its access to the sea. The Kremlin says it wants to enforce red lines to make sure that its former Soviet neighbor does not join NATO, but that it is not planning an invasion. With current tensions come eight years after Russia annexed Ukraine's southern Crimea Peninsula, Since then, Ukraine's military has been locked in a war with Russia-backed rebels in eastern areas near Russia borders. And next. The government of the United States, namely the Biden administration, after leaving Afghanistan, added insult to injury by 
seizing the funds of the Afghan Central Bank, about $9.5 billion. So we have a situation in Afghanistan right now where 7 million children are in the process of starving to death. The US government is planning to use 7 billion US dollars in assets frozen from the Afghan effort to compensate victims of the 9-11 attacks and for relief efforts. Washington DC froze the money after the Taliban took power last year, but has been under pressure to find a way to use it without aiding the militants. A Taliban spokesman condemned the move, calling it theft and a sign of moral decay, a move which came in an executive order declaring a national emergency. As for the funds, President Biden's order formally blocks them and instructs US financial institutions to transfer them to a consolidated account at the Federal Reserve. The money, along with another two billion US dollars held in Europe, the UAE and elsewhere, is primarily the proceeds of international assistance given to Afghanistan over the last two decades. Afghan refugees have protested against the move. On Friday, a senior administration official said that a third-party 3.5 billion US dollar trust fund would be set up to ensure that the money addresses the immediate humanitarian needs of the Afghan people while at the same time ensuring no benefit goes directly to the Taliban. While some have made claims against the funds, a court will need to determine whether they can access them, the White House said. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. If you guys love this show, I've got something else that you're going to love. The late John Lewis famously said, Democracy is not a state, it is an act, and each generation must do its part. Today, populism, extremism and disinformation are short-circuiting our democratic institutions, and the consequences are dire. So what can you do about it? Join historian Will Hitchcock and media scholar Siva Vadianathan on their podcast, Democracy in Danger. Each week, they speak with brilliant minds and untangle the many threats the US and the world are facing. Find Democracy in Danger on your podcast app or visit dindanger.org. That's D-I-N-D-A-N-G-E-R.org or just look up Democracy in Danger wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So let me be as clear as I can. There will be consequences for these actions, and they will be severe. We've already started by going after the money funding the illegal occupation. Yesterday, an Ontario court granted our request to freeze the funds from Give, Send, Go for the convoy. Ontario has declared a state of emergency in response to two weeks of protests against COVID restrictions. 
The order came as demonstrations continued to shut down parts of Ottawa and the Ambassador Bridge, a vital US-Canada trade link. Blocking crucial infrastructure would be made illegal under the order, said Premier Doug Ford. Protesters could face up to a year in jail and 100,000 Canadian dollars in fines. Mr Ford said the order would apply to anyone impeding the movement of goods, people and services along international border crossings, airports, ports and major highways. The Canadian province will also provide additional authority so that the personal and commercial licenses of protesters who do not comply may be cancelled. The countrywide protests against COVID-19 vaccine mandates are poised to enter their third weekend. This is far not about a vaccine and a health issue at all. It's an agenda. And if we don't understand that, we are totally lost. We are totally lost. A so-called Freedom Convoy was organised last month in response to the introduction of a new rule that all truckers must be vaccinated to cross the US-Canada border or quarantine upon their return. The protest has since grown into a border challenge to all COVID health restrictions. So you're all caught up, that's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.